Lein Lablat Gemorda, Tmachoi Shabbos, Parshas Emmer, Pesach Sheni, Dabrapta Dab Samach, Tablata Dab Samach Ches. So we will start from Samach Zayin days by the Mishnah. A Uber, if a woman is pregnant and she has a, a fetus, or the case of a Yavam, she's waiting for her brother-in-law, or Arison, or she is, is engaged, or the Hachedish, she's married to someone who's deaf and dumb, where the, where the marriage is only Midrabana. Uben the boy that is nine years old. We'll see later in the matter what exactly that case is. In all these cases, we have two possibilities we had in the Gemara the last few days. There's Paislin and there's Machilin. Paislin is referring to a case if she was a, a, a Kohenis, if she was a Kohenis and she married to Yisrael, she forfeits her rights to eat Truma. And Paislin means that in all of these cases, for example, she's a Kohen, but she, she became pregnant from a Yisrael. So therefore, that fetus does not allow her to eat because she has a um, she has a fetus inside her, or Yavam. She's waiting. Her blood. Her, her husband died. She her, her husband was Israel, and she died. And she is a Bas Koyen. If her husband dies, she can revert back to being a Koyen and a Kohenis and go ahead and eat Truma. But because she's in waiting to marry her brother-in-law, Israel, passes and she can no longer eat. The same thing. If she's engaged to Israel, can no longer eat. Or if she's engaged to, if she's married to someone who's deaf and dumb, it's only midrabbanon. She can no longer eat if they're all Yisraelim. And the same thing is about a nine-year-old, which we'll see more later. That's called paislin. They disqualify her from eating truma. The loy machila means all the way around. If she happened to be a bas Yisrael, and she goes ahead and she, in all of these instances where the husband or the person waiting is a koyin, in this situation, because their relationship is not that firm, is not an enabler to allow them to coin. So, for example, awaiting for a, um, what do you call, if she's, if she's a Basisro and, and married to a coin and the coin died and she has an Uber, she cannot eat because we learned more before, either we had two reasons, either because in the womb it's still, the identity is the mother's, which is Israel, or because um, uh, an Uber is not able to um, enable someone else to eat until they're actually born. And the same thing when she's engaged, to a, a coin, not good enough yet, you have to be married, and so on. Okay, let's continue. What about Suffolk, we're not sure if this boy is nine years old or not, has the same status as a nine-year-old, and the din, it will be the same as a nine-year-old. And he cannot eat and disqualifies. Suffolk, heavy beside the Suffolk, we're not sure if this boy is by mitzvah or not by mitzvah. Same thing, we, are, we, are, we say that it disqualifies if, he, if this boy is a Yisrael, disqualifies her. Or if the boy is a coin, does not enable her to eat. Now, a totally separate case, nothing to do with anything we're talking about right now. What happens, we had before, there's Reuven and Shimon, two brothers, and Shimon's daughter ended up marrying Reuven. And uh, Reuven had another wife. He had Leah and Rachel. Leah happened to be Shimon's daughter, and Rachel was just as, uh, as another woman altogether. And we learned before that if Reuven dies childless, Shimon now cannot marry Reuven's wife, Leah, which happens to be his daughter. As a result of that, the tsara, the other, the co-wife, is also exempt. But what happened here was there was a calamity, and nafal habayis olav abbas that Reuven was in the house and, and it imploded or whatever. It, 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 um, it fell apart, fell into an avalanche or something, it fell on top of them, and he and Leah, so Reuven and Shimon's daughter both died. The question is who died first? When you do a we don't know who died first. If Reuven died first, 
then Leah became a Yavama for a second, and she had to marry her father, which she couldn't, so she's exempt, and so is obviously her co-wife. But if Leah died first, that means for one second, Shim, uh, Reuven was only married to the co-wife, not to Leah. And then if, and then afterwards Reuven died, then Shimon has to marry Reuven's other wife. So what happens in this case? Tarasa, the co-wife, only does Chalitza no Yibam. Now the Gemara will explain each part. Ha'uber, starting with the with the fetus. Says the Gemara, to explain the Gemara, we just explain the mission. Ibas Kayin Yisrael. If we're talking about a Kayenis married to Yisrael and then Yisrael dies and left her pregnant, Pasala, she, she cannot go back to her family and, and revert to each Tinitruma because Kunura, it says in the Pasik, she can go back to her family if she's like her youth. Pratma better. She's not like she, she's not like what she, what she was before she married the guy because now she's pregnant. So she cannot revert back to Kayin. And Ibas Yisrael, she has to be a Jewess, a Ibas Yisrael, married to a Kayin. And the Koyan died. And if there were children, she's able to eat truma, continue truma on account of them, but she, the children are not around yet. So only in the womb. And you need the child to be born before you can, uh, she can start eating. The, the fetus cannot give it to eat. Why? Because you lose Michael, she ain't lose any Michael. Only if it was born, you can eat, but not if it's not born, you cannot eat. Even though the Gemara before said we like Rabba's reason better, it seems that Allah is like Rabbi Yosef, which is this reason about you lose Michael. Next case, Hayavam. Waiting for your brother-in-law. Same thing. If she's a Baskoyan and she's waiting to marry your brother-in-law to Yisrael, it's enough to disqualify her. She cannot go back home and eat truma again because her husband died. Because she goes back to her family with no strings attached. She has strings attached to her brother-in-law. And we're talking about a Bas Yisrael. And the, the brother-in-law who's waiting is a Koyan. It's not good enough yet because their relationship is not strong enough. It doesn't help her. Because at this juncture, they're not once Shimon, let's say, marries her, it's totally his wife, and he's a coin, she can eat truma. But at this stage, it, 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 it's it's not Shimon, it's really Ruve. And the problem is the Torah says any acquisition you make, you can um, enable them to eat truma, but you haven't made the acquisition yet. And at this stage, all it is is Ruven's wife that you have to take over. So therefore, it's not your Kenya Kaspa, you can't have her eat. But Edison, when it comes to, um, she's engaged to a person, they disqualify, but they don't enable, same thing. If she's engaged to Yisrael, that's it, engaged enough to disqualify her from eating truma, if she was a Kehenis. Now, Kanya, Bahavoyim, because there's some kind of relationship already in Kedusha. But if she was a Bas Yisrael, and the, the one that she got engaged to as a Kayin, it's not good enough to eat. We don't let her eat, even though she should be able to eat, but she cannot eat for the two reasons, either because of what Ula said, we're scared. She'll bring the food back to her house, her parents' house, while you say, they'll end up eating it. Or because what happens if after they get married, finds out that, that it, it, it's not workable and there's something wrong and the whole condition gets unraveled. Comes out to eat truma on a, on, a, on, a, on a false basis. So we're up to Samaches, Aleph. Two lines from the top. The next case is Vachedish, if she is married to someone's deaf and dumb, which is only married Midrabana. See, Baskarin, so the, the Gemara explains each case in the Mishnah where we say it disqualifies but doesn't enable. She's a Baskarin who is able to eat from it till now. Now that she's married to this Chedish, it disqualifies her. Because she's now attached to a Yisrael. But who are to marry a Koyan a Chedish. Michael cannot give her, cannot enable her to eat, even though the Chedish is a coin. 
Kenyan Kaspi Omar Rahman. The Torah says it has to be a proper acquisition. And a Chedish is not able to make uh, proper acquisitions. As Rashi says, he doesn't have enough uh, maturity to be able to do that. Now, the next case, Uben Teisha Shonim. What exactly is the case of this nine-year-old? Now, there are two parts of the Mishnah. First, the Mishnah says this nine-year-old disqualifies this woman and does not enable her. We're not sure yet what case are we talking about. But then it says if we're not sure if he's nine, if this boy is nine years old or under nine years old, it also disqualifies and doesn't enable us. So we're trying to understand what exactly is the case here. Says in right now we thought reading the Mishnah superficially, it sounds like we're talking about a Shemeris Yavam. She is waiting for her brother, and the brother happens to be nine years old, and is waiting to marry this nine-year-old boy. So we're saying that what? That this nine-year-old boy disqualifies her if she's a Baskoyan. She cannot eat truma. And if she uh, if she was a Yisrael and she's marrying a coin, he cannot enable her to eat truma. That's what the Mishnah is saying. And the Gemara is going to find that highly perplexing. Because remember, when we talk about a brother-in-law, even if the brother-in-law is over bar mitzvah, he's not an enabler, does not allow her to eat room until they actually get married. So what did the Mishnah tell you that a nine-year-old does not enable her to get married? If a 13-year-old does not enable her to get married, of course a nine-year-old doesn't. What's the point? What exactly are we trying to say over here? If we're trying to tell me that what? That coming to disqualify that this nine-year-old boy is already old enough to disqualify. She cannot go back home and eat truma again if she's a kite. And this boy can disqualify her. What if he's nine years old and if he's one years old? The moment she has a boy uh, uh, from her husband who is Israel, she can no longer go back home. Even the boy is, young, is, is a young kid. Um, disqualifies her from eating because she's not anymore kinura. She's no longer like she originally was. And and if you tell me what, that's coming to enable God will not even if this boy was 13 years old, if it's only a Shemeres Yavim, it's only a Yavim in waiting, does not enable her to eat. So what's the point? <clears throat> so what's the mission trying to tell you? So Amar Abayabai comes along and, he's, and he therefore he tells us that the case of the nine-year-old is totally different than what you think. Amar Abayabai, you know what we're talking about here? We're not talking about a case with a, you know, a, a, a Yavim in waiting. We're talking about an actual Yavim, a nine-year-old Yavim. <clears throat> Went ahead and married her. And, and what's the Chiddush in our mission here? That if she's a Bas Yisrael, she, if she's a Bas Koyen, she can no longer eat from it, disqualifies her. And, but the bigger Chiddush here is, so that isn't really a Chiddush. The bigger Chiddush, that's no Chiddush at all, but the bigger Chiddush is that even though they're married, uh, he doesn't, and he's a Koyan, she cannot eat truma yet until he's Bambits. What says the Gemara? We're talking about a who is nine years old. They are married. Big What exactly we mean that the nine year old is considered Kanulay? Uh, is a mamish like married mahatayda because normally when it comes to kedushin you cannot marry you cannot uh, under bar mitzvah cannot marry anybody if the kedushin is not a kedushin now why would yavam be any yavam be any different and the only possible reason why yavam be different is because it's not a marriage that you choose it's a marriage that's conferred upon you by the Abish. it's a mitzvah the Abish puts her into your <coughs> into your realm so therefore that those poskim will take them more literally that it's mahatayda others learn that's only midirabon. We would have thought, since his nine-year-old is now married to this, he married her, so and we recognize that marriage, and we know that a nine-year-old will be learned in other places that he's already able to um, procreate. 
We would have thought in that case, he should have been able her to eat room if he's a kind. Kamashalon, that no, why? We treat the relationship of a nine-year-old with her just like a mimer, which we learned before, that by Yavim, if he goes ahead and before he marries her, he gives her Kedushin, it's only Medirabbanon, the same thing here. So that's why many Rishon learned that a Yavim is only Medirabbanon, because it says clearly here, we only treat it like a mimer. Other learns Mahatayra from the line before in the Gemara. So there's a big argument. So that's what Abayi learns. We're talking about not a Yavim and waiting, but an actual Yavim and nine years old. So the obvious question is, <clears throat> if a nine-year-old, Rav is going to ask a very simple question. If a nine-year-old cannot, um, uh, what do you call it, enable her to eat truma, then why does the mission say, and if we're not sure if this boy is nine years old or not, will not enable her to eat truma? Even if we definitely know he's nine years old, he does not enable her to eat truma. So what's the point? We're not sure if he's over nine or under nine, therefore we treat it the, like, like over nine and cannot eat truma. But what does it mean? Under nine, over nine, neither of them can give enable her to eat truma. So what's the what's the shot in the Mishnah? Amalei Rabbi, Ihach Yisrael say for the next line in the Mishnah, the Tani word says, "Safik ben Teshani Merchat Safi Einu." We're not sure if it's if it's nine years old or not. Doesn't make sense. And and with what Ramachman we say he doesn't enable eat truma. Hash Tavade ben Tesla Michael. If you tell me a nine year old cannot enable her to eat truma, something the boy you got to tell me that if we're not sure he's nine years old, does not enable to eat truma. Elamar Rabbi, so I'll I'll give you another shot here. We're not we're. We're talking the next Mishnah that you're going to learn tomorrow. We talk about people who uh, if, who are not allowed to marry her, and if they have any relations with her, they disqualify her from marrying a kohen. A mamzer, for example, she's not allowed to marry a, a woman. Is not allowed, a Yisrael is not allowed to marry a mamzer. And if a mamzer lives with somebody with um, with this woman, she's disqualified from ever marrying a kohen or from eating truma. So Rav says that this line in the Mishnah is actually is, is really connected to the next Mishnah, and we're talking about nothing to do with the case of Truma. We're talking about Psulim. That if, if this nine-year-old boy was a Pasul, was a Mamzer, or any of the other Psulim that says next Mishnah, if this boy was nine years old, he already disqualifies her that she can never marry a coin, cannot eat Truma anymore. That's what it means. Elam and that's why if we have a suffix, if he's nine, under nine, that doesn't have any any bearing. Over nine does. We're going to be machman and say, you cannot marry a kohen. Elamadava, the bentation of the Han of Psulim Tani. We're talking about the future Psulim. The Apostle Bibiyasun, which any one of them has a relationship with this woman, they disqualify from marrying a kohen. Okay, like you actually learned in the Braise, for nine year old boy who happened to be a Ger Amaini, a convert from Amun. <coughs> Now, a convert from Ammon or Moyev is not allowed to marry a Yisrael. Only the women from Ammon and Moyev are allowed to uh, convert and marry Yisrael, but not the males. And if this nine-year-old boy that, that um, had, had, um, had relations with a woman, which is Asr, she is now disqualified from eating truma or from marrying a coin. Or a mitzi, a daimi, where there's a positive mitzvah that the mitzi till the third generation should not marry into the Jewish fold. Kusi, according to those who say that they were fake gayrim, they were gayre arayas, they were scared of lions, so they converted thinking that they'll get the sympathy of the Eden, not because they were genuine. The sin, the nation of the sinim who masqueraded as if they lived far away, they came to Moshe Rabbeinu, sometimes the Yeshua. Cholol, somebody, if a Kayin married uh, a divorcee, the child that they produce is a Cholol or a Mamzer. 
or a mamzer, Shabow al Kahenis Levi of Israel, is if they have, if this nine year old boy has a relation with a Kahenis or Levi of Israel, it disqualifies them for ever marrying a Kayin. And that's what the mission is saying that nine years old is already enough. And, and, and that's what the mission is saying. But if we're not sure it's nine years old, we'll be mach. Says the Gemara, but if you look in the next mission, but maybe 20 safer. It says in the next it says in the next mission, Im Einun Ruin, Lava Biasrol, Hare It says, and if the people that she had a relationship with are, are not suitable to marry into the Jewish people, into the call, then they get disqualified. Sounds like that's a new Mishnah. You're telling me that our Mishnah, when it talks about a nine-year-old, we're talking about somebody who can disqualify her based on the fact that they're not allowed to marry each other, but that really belongs in the next Mishnah. Why is it now Mishnah? Miklal, the Reish loves almost getting the point. It says that these are the, these are the ones that passel. It means the previous mission is not talking about the ones who passel. And you tell me that the nine-year-old case is talking about a nine-year-old who is who is a uh, you know usher to the woman. Gemara says Reish psulekol safe psulekuna. The first part of the mission when it says a nine-year-old, we're talking about all these psulim that you know they're not allowed to marry into the kol. For example, a mamzer, an amaini, they're not allowed to marry the kol, and that's what we're talking about a nine-year-old. The next mission is talking about a hollow, a hollow is allowed to marry into the color. Koyin who, uh, um, who married the Borsi, that child can marry anybody he wants, except if it's a daughter, cannot marry a Koyin. So that is limited to Psule Kol. So the next Mishnah, it says the following apostle, we're talking about Psule Kol. That's how Rashi writes. Okay, Gufa, now we're going to analyze this Bryce. And when you go a bit further, and that's the next Hogemar, we're going to try to understand this Bryce. So part of it you learn today and part of it you learn tomorrow. Gufa, let's analyze the Bryce opinion number one. Ben Teshani Mecha, the nine-year-old, Gaila Maini Melvi, a convert from Amun and Moya, Mitzia, Daimi, Kusi, Nasin, Kol, Mamzer, Shebov, they had any relations, even a one-night stand up, Kohenis, Levise, members, even a one-night, even a one-off, a one-off relationship is sufficient to disqualify her from eating Truman or from ever marrying a Kohen. Al Kohenis, so when it comes to Kehenis, we're talking about two things, disqualifying from eating Truma, and we're also talking about that she cannot marry a coin. Levia the Israelis, generally we're talking about that they cannot marry a coin. Is uh, the Denise and all of these cases, is uh, Pesolua, they passed it. Okay. Then we have Rabbi Yaisi, and tomorrow's tomorrow, the will explain what Rabbi Yaisi adds. Rabbi Yaisi says, Kol Shazare Pesol, this is the rule. If these two people have a, would have gotten married, and the child that they would have produced would have been puzzle, then puzzle, then then the father the, just by having this relationship already disqualifies this woman if she's a kahenis, and then this guy leaves, dies, whatever it is, she's already disqualified. Cannot eat truma, cannot marry a queen. But kosher ain't zari puzzle. If they produce a child, that child would not have been puzzle. Ain't a puzzle. Then it does not disqualify the, the father with having this relationship with this woman will not disqualify. The Gemara will tell us later what we're talking about here is according to Rabbi Yasi, which he argues on the cover, is when it comes to a mitzri, we say the third generation can be accepted in the fold, but the first and the second generation they converted fine, but they cannot marry in the fold. So what happens if a second generation mitzri marries a, a Jewish person? Are you strong? It's usher. But the child that they produce is a third generation, and that child is not possible anymore. That child of third generation can marry into the call. So according to Tanakama, because it's an avera for the for the second generation Mitzi to marry a woman, he disqualified her from ever marrying a Koyin or eating Truma. But according to Rabbi Yesi, because the child from that union is permitted to join uh, Am Yisrael, 
So therefore, the, the, the father, even though he didn't commit an Isra by living with this woman, nevertheless, he doesn't disqualify. If he dies, she can go ahead and uh, eat a truma or marry a coin. Rav Shimon has a third opinion. He says, if the daughter, if you allow, if they would have uh, they had this illicit relationship and if they were produced a girl, that girl would have been permitted to marry Amisro, then the woman that he that the father had a relationship with does not become disqualified for marrying the coin. But if you're not allowed to marry the daughter, then you cannot marry his wife. And what's he saying? He's adding, as I'm going to explain tomorrow, what about, we know that when it comes to Mayav and it comes to Amun, if, the, if they had a daughter, a, a person from Mayav converted, cannot marry a Jewish girl. But if they, and they have a son, the same thing, cannot marry a Jewish girl. But if they had a daughter, they could. So according to Shimon and Gamliel, since if they would have had a daughter, she can, like Rus, she can go ahead and marry anybody from the Yisrael. Therefore, the father had an illicit relationship with the mother, she's not disqualified. Okay, we're up to two dots. Says the mother, how do you know that if a woman had an illicit relationship with somebody that's forbidden to her, how do you know that she's now disqualified from meeting Truma? And how do you know that she cannot marry a coin? Now, there's a big argument in the halacha whether it comes under the banner of Zaina. If she had an illicit relationship, she becomes a Zaina. The terrorist says a coin is not allowed to marry Zaina, which is to get Malchus. You get 39 lashes, or is it under hollow? Also, get lashes, or is it under the possible we'll learn over here? How do you know? There's a possibility. We're going to have three psukim. We're going to we're going to talk. We're going to focus on truma, and then use that as a springboard to talk about marrying a coin, because truma and coin, as you will conclude, are, are, are really one and the same. Truma, you can only eat because you have the sanctity of a coin. And if, and if you don't have a sanctity, you cannot marry coin either. So Truma and, and, and Kuna come together. So we need to know that if a Bas coin marries a Yisrael, she forfeits her rights to eat Truma. How do we know that? We need a Pasek for that. And then we need a Pasek <coughs> that if the, her husband dies, she reverts back to, if there's no children, she goes back to the original family and she could eat Truma. And then we need a Pasek, but if she lived together with someone in sin, then she can never eat Truma again. Okay, so we need a few psukim here. Says the Gemara, how do you know? Amakra, the very first person we're going to bring down, let's tell her this. Bas Koyin, Akahenes, Kesiyel, Izor, Akahenes, if she has any relations with a strange person. So, what, what are we going to use this Pasik for? We're going to say, we're talking about a Bas Koyin, that, um, and this Pasik is not talking about if she married a Yisro, she loses her rights to Truma. We're talking about if she, a Yisro, somebody that she should not have married. If she had uh, a, a one-off relationship with someone that is forbidden to her, then the Pasik continues, Truma's kachim, she should not eat. So that's how we know that if she had a relation with one of the persons, Usler, she's now disqualified from eating Truma. Once she had a relation, even once, with someone that is possible, her Pasla, it disqualifies her from ever eating trum again. That's what we can use the pasik for. So each zar means to a person that is remodel. Does that that matter? Is she is she still living in the father's home? No, 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 no. If any time in her life she had a one-off relationship with someone that is forbidden to her, a mamza, whatever it is. Right, right. So I mean, yeah. So she, she, she's, a, she's a woman, unmarried woman living in the father's home. She has this, this one night stand that, that puzzles her from ever eating truma again. Ever, ever eating truma again, exactly. Or ever marrying a coin. Just a minute, just a minute. Clarification to somebody that 
she was usur to ever have a relationship with. It's not just some any guy. She has a she has a relationship with someone who she could have married, but it, she didn't end up marrying him. That's not an issue. As you know, most Poskin holders are there are and the Punuya name of Samar on Yasamagrabana. Okay, and we're talking about someone that is also to marry. If she wanted to marry this person, she couldn't have married this person. Okay, says the Gemara, what do you mean? This Pasik, we need the general rule that if she married a Yisrael, which is a legitimate marriage, she loses her rights to eat from her. How do you know to jump to the next step that if she had a one night stand with somebody that is usler? And first, we got to teach the, the, the general rule that she she marries a Yisrael, even though she's a Kayan, you would have thought that she could continue eating from her. And the terror says, no, that's what the Pasik is for. Ask the Gemara, hand the boy, don't we need this Pasik, the Gemara, Rahmana. This very Pasik, the Torah is telling you, Bas Kayan, that a Bas Kayan, the Mintzabal Lazar, if she married a Yisrael, she can no longer eat. That's what the Pasik is for. How do you know to read any more into that Pasik? To teach you that a Basque marries the Israel, you can only eat, we don't need that Pasik. We have another Pasik. What's the other Pasik? Ahi, we have from the Pasik where it says, that if her husband dies and she had no children, she goes back to her family, just like in her youth before she married in the first place. She can eat the bread of a father. In other words, she can eat room again. And then the Pasik concludes, and Azar should not eat by it. And that's important. We'll come back to that soon. Anyway, the fact that you tell me that when she, after her husband dies, she can go back home and eat from again. So what are you really telling me? But while her husband is alive, she cannot eat from her. So that's how we know that you, that a, a Basque marries a soul, you cannot eat from her. Says the Gemara, she can go back home. That she can start eating out from her. Doesn't that prove to me, but prior to that, she couldn't have eaten. Says the Gemara, no, that's not good enough. Because remember, this is a positive mitzvah. The Torah says she goes home and eats. That's a, it's called an assay. And what? And out of that, you want to infer a negative, a lav, that if she, if the husband is married, if, if the husband is alive, she cannot eat from it. That's called a lav that's born out of an assay. And you don't get lashes for that. At the end of the day, it's merely an assay. We need the, the pasik of... Um, the first passing, Baskoyan, we need that passing to tell you there's a lab and you'll get lashes. So, we, so again, the question goes back. There's nothing extra here. How do you know to teach you about Psalm? Says about Imahi, this other passing you're talking about is not good enough. How I mean, I would have thought, Lava Bomikalase, I say, it's only an assay. We need the other passing to tell me a lab. Says the Gemara, no. We're in, in this very Pasig where it says that uh, if she goes back home and eats Truma, the Pasig includes the Chol Zar Loi Yechal Boy. A Zar should not eat from that. What's the Pasig trying to tell you? That if she's married to Yisrael, she cannot eat Truma while her husband is alive. So we know that. Then we go back to the other Pasig. What's that Pasig? What's that talking about? It's talking about the someone that she's ushered to. So what I says, Nicole Hahi. Sorry. I'm still not happy. Even that Pasik, the conclusion of that Pasik about going back to your family and I need for nothing altogether. I need it for itself. I need it for itself that, you know, the teacher that of the Yisrael, you cannot eat. That's the Pasik we're learning out from. We need the Pasik, the lab, the Chosol by teacher, there's a lab that you're not allowed to be. Um, um, and, and so on, you, you cannot be with Yisrael. <clears throat> so the Gemara says, today the Chosar you needed a two, no, no, 
The Pasig Bechazar, how do you know that Yisrael cannot eat from There's actually more than just two things. We need to learn out a few things. We need to learn out that Yisrael cannot eat from number one. Then once we've established that, we need to establish that Abbas Koyin, if she marries that Yisrael, cannot eat truma. And then the third thing we're trying to learn out that if a, a Baskoyan has a, 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 a relation with someone that's also to her, she's disqualified forever. So, so far we have two psukim that tell us if you're you know, with, involved with an ish zar or a zar should not eat. So the Gemara says there's nothing extra. The, the first with the Pasuk where it says a zar should not eat means literally a Yisrael should not eat truma. That's the way we know it from. The other Pasuk where it says, um, uh, we need to tell you that if she's married to a, um, to a Yisrael, she cannot eat. We no longer have a third Pasuk to tell you that if she's involved with her own Apostle, she's disqualified. So the Gemara says, uh, there's actually two Pasukim that says Bechosar. In one Pasuk it says, Bechosar la'yechokaydish, and then it's in, and then the passage where it says over here, in other words, the third passage where it says, So the passage, the other one is talking about a Yisrael should not eat truma. Fine, we know that. The passage where it says she can go back to her family concludes, talking about she's married to Yisrael, she cannot eat. Then we have the first passage we brought. What about Baskain Katilish? That's talking about that if she was involved with the Yisrael, she's disqualified for it. Says, I still need the passage for another halach. Not for a postula. What do we need for? What do we learn from the Pasuk? Do you know what you need the Pasuk for? To tell you that when do we say if you're a Zar. But if you're not a Zar, you're a Koyin, but you're an Oynin, a close member of your family just passed away. And as an Oynin, even though you're not allowed to eat Kachim, but Truma, you're allowed to eat. So again, we need the three psukim. One to tell you that a coin only can eat. One to tell you that Israel cannot eat. One to tell you that while she's married to Israel, she cannot eat. There's no fourth pasuk. So if you want a zara or matzah, I mean, the only thing I forbid you is if you're if you're a stranger, but not if you're an oinin. So the answer is that Rabbi Yosi but Rabbi Chanina means zar the chol zar nafche. It could have said in the pasuk just the word zar. <coughs> it could have said a bas each coin that um, it could have said just you know after it talks about the woman goes back to her family it could have just said zor what's the chol coming to add something what's it coming to add so the fact that the chol come to teach you that that a coin an onion can eat so there's another halacha we need to learn which leaves us no no extra possible to teach you about someone that who lived with someone's possible. What's the extra halacha? We need a ketan to be learned. When we say that she reverts back home and she can go home and eat and, and eat truma if she had no children and her husband died and she's a baskai, she go home and eat truma, but she cannot eat kachim. Before she got married to Yisrael, she was able to eat when they when the kohen brought home from the from the karmel shlamim. They brought home you know the chazay and the sheikh. They brought home different parts of the animal. The women also were able to eat from her. But once she married a Yisrael, even though she goes back home, she can only eat from Truma. She cannot eat the parts of Kachim. And we learned that from the Pazar Cholzar. That's it. It says the Pazar Cholzar, she can no longer eat uh, That's it. So that means a what? That certain things she can no longer eat, even when she goes home. Now, when she goes home, she can eat Truma, but but she cannot eat other things. What not? She cannot eat Kachim. So there's no longer anything extra anymore. It says the Gemara... Um, how do we know that? It says in the Pasik, the very Pasik that you wanted to learn out, 
that uh, if she uh, she had a one night stand with someone that's positive, it ruins her forever to eat truma, and she can never marry a koyin. That very pasuk in Rab said in the Ubas koyin kisil ishzar. The pasuk says he the truma sakotchim loisaychul. She should not eat truma sakotchim. So we dashen that what that even loisaychul forevermore she cannot eat b'mayrim and akotchim. The parts that you take out, you know, the breast and the shank bone, you can no longer eat. Nothing to do with if she lived one night with someone that's forbidden to her. Says, you want to know? We're going to learn from this Pasik two things. Why? Because in Kenya, that's the only thing that you want to learn from the Pasik regarding Kachim, Lichtev Kra, he be Kachim Latechel. All the Pasik should have said is she cannot eat Kachim forevermore. What's Trumas Kachim? My kid Trumas Kachim. So we learned two things from here that that um, that she forfeits kachim um, and, and she cannot even when she goes back home she lives with the Yisrael she goes back home she no longer eat kachim and when can she no longer eat truma if she lived with someone that is possible to her she can no longer eat truma we learned two dinner from the same pasuk because you have extra word says the okay. Okay, it makes sense when it comes to a kahena. So we found the Pasik that a kahena lived with her one night, she can no longer eat truma. But what about a levia, the Yisraelis, Minolan? It said also if a levia, Yisraelis, had an illicit affair with someone that you could never marry, they can never marry a coin. How do you know that? The answer is, the Pasik is only talking about a bas coin. I could have said bas. It could have bas coin kitili zor. What is it? Ubas and and comes to include. Coming to include what? Hochanami bas ubas. Later on the Gemara tomorrow you'll see it says bas ubas extra above. Coming to tell you and the koy a lady and a girl a lady or Yisraelis, those are also included in the isa. Says the Gemara keman who dashes the letter above and tries to learn new dinner from that. The Dorash Vavin that does dash in the Vavin, but there are others who argue. Says the Gemara, I feel Tamar Abang doesn't don't limit it to Rabbi Kiva. Everybody will agree. Why? Kula ubas It's not just a letter above. The entire word abas is extra. We're talking about over here. The passage is talking about abas koyin. So why does it have to say at all abas koyin? Right before that, it says the Koyin who will make an acquisition, and it says his whole family can go ahead and eat truma. It could have just said the Chisia if she is involved with the Ishzar, that's all. Why is it say Bas? The whole word is extra. Teach you this din that we just said that Olivia and Yisraelis also are included in the Isa. Says the Gemara, um, all we know from here is that they are disqualified from eating truma. But you went further. You said that not only can no longer eat truma, but that they're disqualified from ever marrying a coin. How do you know that? It's like, very simple. You're right. When it comes to Bas Koyin, all we talk about is that they're disqualified from eating truma. But we, now that we've found out that, uh, that the same thing applies to a, a Yisraelis or a Levia, what way? Where do they eat truma? They're not eating truma. So a Levia and a Yisraelis, what are we saying to them? When we say that you now ruined yourself, you're disqualified. Obviously, we're talking about marrying a coin. And once you know that a Levi Yisraelis that we include in the Pasik is only limited to the fact that she don't want to marry a coin, we go back to a Kahenis. Obviously, they're all the same. As Mara says, that aren't we, when it talks about Levi Yisraelis, what are we talking about? That they cannot marry a coin. Why not? Could Ila Truma, if you think that the Pasuk is only talking about the disqualified from eating Truma, Benois, Mechel, Truma, Ninu, what, Alavia and Israelis, they eat Truma, they don't eat Truma. So what are we disqualifying them from? Obviously from marrying a Koyin. Alma, it's more said, Alamaloi, 
you know, maybe we're only talking about truma, and we're talking about a kehenis, which obviously we're disqualifying a truma, but so too a levia, and so too Yisraelis, we're disqualifying from eating truma. How can a levia Yisraelis be eating truma? What do you mean? Mishkach, I'll tell you how. Mishkach is la dekaochla b'shvil b'na. We're talking about a case. Uh, what happens if um, she married a levia or Yisraelis, married a kohen, and then she has a son, the Koyan dies, she's allowed to continue eating truma on account of her son. But the Pasik says, but if while she was a single mother, she had, um, you know, with her son and she's eating truma, she had an illicit relationship, even just one off, she can no longer eat truma. So maybe that's all the Pasik is talking about truma. How do you know we're talking about that she can no longer marry a, a Koyan, even a Levia? He says, says the Gemara, Mishkach Lalochayda. We find that even the Levi Yisraelis can eat truma because of the son. And, and so therefore, and the Pasuk tells you, but if she had an illicit relationship, she looked for that right? Says the Gemara, no, for that, we don't even need a Pasuk. If that's what the Pasuk is trying to tell you, that if she's eating on account of her son, if she's eating on account of her son, and if she has a one-night stand, she loses that right, we don't need a posse for that. I could have learned a kalachimah from a baskoin. Very simple. I would have said as follows. A kohene, a baskoin, she can eat truma on her own. And yet we said that she has an illicit relationship, even once she forfeits the right to exuva. Surely a levia and Israelis who have no, in, 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 you know, in, 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 in rights on their own, to uh, eat truma. The only reason why they eat truma is because of the sun. But if they mess up and they have this illicit relationship, they forfeit the right. It's a kawachai, I don't even need a pasik for that. If we have a pasik, it must be that you cannot marry a kohen. If a kohen is the busha, the nafsha, she herself is a title to eat truma. Yet possibly, if she if she has one night stand, she loses that right. They don't have any rights. It's only on account of their son. Surely, if she has an illicit relationship, she loses that, that, that right. I don't need a pasik for that. Therefore, must be talking about marrying a coin. Says he, why not? On the contrary, the he highness your logic is is, is, is kapay, just the opposite. What do you mean, just the opposite? On the contrary, a kahenis that has her own, she's holy, and she desecrated that holiness by having this illicit relationship, so she loses her right. This Levine, this is saying, they're not holy. They're not holy, they're not intrinsically holy at all, inherently holy at all. The only reason why they're eating because of the son. So they, they, they had an illicit relationship. Take away, so how does that affect her? She never had holiness in the first place to lose. It's, also, it's just a legal right that she can eat truma because of her son. So therefore, we need the passing to tell you that she loses the truma. Our question goes back. How do you know that uh, she cannot marry a coin? Says the Gemara, he is pure logic. That she herself inherently is holy. Okay, Paslav, she has an illicit relationship. It makes her, she loses her holiness. But this woman over here, who's not inherently holy, then like Paslav, so she had an illicit relationship. So what happened? Nothing. Doesn't take away anything from her personally because she doesn't have anything. All she has is a legal right to eat from because of her son. Maybe she can continue. Why not? Ella says, You're right. You know what? I'll tell you how we know. You know yeah. how we know that you're not allowed to marry. Uh, you, know we know, you know how we know that you're yeah. not allowed to. Can you put a uh, pair of pants in the jacket? Uh, Harvey, please. Uh, okay. That's it. Um, 
There's a You know how we know that a Levia and Yisraelis cannot marry a coin? We're going to have a Kavachaymer from a divorced woman. And goes as follows. Uma Gerusha, let's say a Bas coin who happened to be a divorcee. She mutters betruma. If her husband divorced her and she had no children, she goes back home. She needs truma, so she is forbidden to a koyin, but she's permitted to eat truma. Asur lekuna, she's forbidden to marry koyin. Zusha asur betruma. So these, this is baslavia, this is Israelis, that they are not allowed to eat truma. As, as you agree, we learn from the pasuk ubas that a, a, a levian Israelis, if they had an illicit relationship, they lose their rights to eat truma. So surely they're not allowed to marry a koyin. In addition to lekuna, I'll marry a koyin. Now, even though every Levir and every Yisraelis are not allowed to eat truma, but there it's a natural thing not to eat truma. They didn't know anything about it. We're talking about a case where you did something to forfeit those rights. So we're saying here that so so the Kavachaymer tells us that a Bas uh, that a, a Levir and Yisraelis cannot marry a Kain because since they did something wrong and that took away their right for truma, it also takes away their right for Kohuna. Says the Gemara, it's all good, but we know that you cannot learn from a kawachaymer to make a sin and to punish somebody. So how can we punish, get, can warn from a kawachaymer? Seymour says, that the kawachaymer is not teaching you the halacha. The halacha, we know that truma and kahuna go hand in hand. Truma is because of holiness and, uh, and marrying a koyin is because of holiness. You lose this right, you lose this right. We just need what what we need the pasuk is to tell us: Did they lose the right for truma? And once you tell us they lost the right for truma, automatically know that they're not allowed to marry a coin because they're one of the same. Why? What, what kuna? What's so special? Because of kedusha. And why are they able to eat truma? Because of kedusha. And since the Levia Yisraelis, if they lived one night with that woman, with that with that person, that's also to them, they lose their right to eat truma. And, and they lose their, if they even marry a coin later, they can't they eat truma. Or if they had a son, if they had a son who was um, originally married to a coin, the coin died, he had a son, she was able to eat truma. And then she had one night stand with these people. She loses that right. Once she loses the right to eat truma, she loses also the ability to marry a coin because it's the same thing. He has to strip away that condition. Says the Gemara, okay. The aim um, to let us say that maybe who said that. Even a mamza, these are all just love. Maybe it's only a, a much severe love. The aim, let's say, maybe the only time that we say that she's not going to ever marry a coin again is if she lived with somebody like incest, someone with Yechayev Karas, or she was a married woman and committed adultery. But in, in, in a case, let's say, she lived one night with a mamza or something like that, how do you know that's only a love? How do you know that she forfeits the right ever to marry a coin again? So I think mother, because the Posig says, Abbas koyin ki siyamarachman. Siyam means it's a it's a word that Gemara used. We had it before a number of times. The condition which is havoya. You created a relationship. How do you create a relationship by marriage? So the Torah is saying if you lived with Azar, somebody who's strange to you, because the marriage is a valid marriage, but it's in sin. So the only time that you lose your rights are if you if you you live with somebody that you could have married, but it would have been in sin. Ki siyamarachmana hanar de isbuhu havoya. That only those that you can that you can uh, that there is a marriage like a mamza. You're not allowed to marry a mamza, but if you did, you still need a get because they're married. All of these things that we said before, we mentioned before, mitzvah, daimon, all that. You're not allowed to marry any of them, but if you did, you still need a get. So therefore, if she if she had um, um, an illicit relationship with any one of these people, she forfeits her right to marry a kain. 
which Lechayra would then mean. What about Chayove Krisis? What about, let's say, um, you just said a mitri and a doyme you need a get? Why would why that a condition? If you married them, then you need a get. Why? Why, why is it a condition, Bechlam? Not even Jews. Because the din is, as we learned before already, we had we have four opinions. If uh, Rabbi Kiva said that Kedushan is not Chal B'Chayobi Lamin at all. We had Sermoy who said that Kedushan is not Chal Chayobi Asei. But we pass him like Ben Tamer who says that, that if you marry somebody, a Kai marries a Grusha. You know, a Kai marries a divorcee. It's a lot. Yeah, it's yeah. a proper marriage. Yeah, but, yeah, but, 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 but the Grusha is Jewish. A Doimi, a Mitzvah is not Jewish. We're talking about a convert. A convert? You just said a Mitzvah Doimi. Okay. I did. That's what, that's what we call it. A ger, okay, sorry, sorry I understand the word ger. Yeah. A ger, a doimi, and a gay mitzri is, um, they convert it. You're not allowed to. Okay. Okay. Says the Gemara, if your logic, if a guy, for example, has an illicit relationship with this woman, it should not disqualify her from ever marrying a coin because they can't ever get married. It's no matter. You just said, Kisi has to be a voya. Now, whether we also have a question regarding chorus is big machlekes or shayim or not, whether chorus is equal to all the other lavin where you learn out all the other lavin from, or whether chorus comes from the same place as we learn out by a goy. We're going to see in a minute how we know a goy. Now, we know that a goy, an evet, cannot get married. We know that an evet cannot is not a marriage because it says Avram said to Eliezer and Yishmo, and we learn that am hadoyim lechamor. They are sim they are similar. Similar to um, um, what do you call? They are similar to um, getting what do you call? Similar to um, to a chamoy. Therefore, there's no marriage. And by a goy as well, we know that there's no marriage because it says that you shouldn't have uh, committed adultery. It says ashes the ayu, as if to say that the only woman that's considered adultery is if if he's married to a yid. If you have committed adultery with a woman who's married to a goy, it's not considered adultery because we don't recognize the marriage. That's how we learn. And, and then Rashi brings from the shelters as another shot, but that's how we generally learn. So now the question is, so if she had a relationship with a guy, she should be able to marry a coin because the, 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 it could never turn into a marriage. Says the Gemara, says, you know what? If we learn it from Rabbi Shmuel, this is how we know that, that if a guy has a relationship with a woman even one night, she can no longer marry a coin. And what is that? How do you know if a goy or an eb had a relation with a Jewish girl or with a Kansalavia? It says, it says the Apostle, it says the daughter of a coin, this whole Apostle that says she goes back to her husband, she goes to her family, it starts off saying, if she will be a widow or a divorcee and she had no children, she goes back home. That means, that there had to be a marriage where it's shaykh to either be a widow or divorcee. Me, she yesh loy almanas vegadashin, only someone that can become a widow or divorcee. Then we say that what? That if you have no children, you go back to your family, eat from it. Yatsu ever, but if you would have had a relationship with a guy or an evid, she ain't loy almanas vegadashin. There, there's no such thing as a widow or divorcee because you never married in the first place. So therefore, over there, that's it. She cannot go back home and eat Truman. She's been disqualified from eating Truman altogether. Says the Gemara, Ashkan Kehenis. Okay, the Pasuk talks about a Kehenis. Levia the Yisraeli. I know Levia the Yisraeli had a one night stand with a guy. How do you know that if they, you know, if they were eating Truman because of the sun, that they can no longer eat Truman? Or how do you know they cannot marry a coin? 
Kedamar, and we say we repeat what we just did before. Kedamar Rababa, Rababa said Amarav Bas Ubas, the extra letter above. Hachali Bas Ubas, the extra letter above comes to include also Levi and Israelis that are included in the same pasuk as a Kehenis. That if they were living with a goy, they don't, they can never eat trum again. Kiman Kira Bakiva, like a Bakiva, the Dorish Vavi, Dorish only Vavim. The Chayin is a very limited opinion. So Moshe said, "I feel Tamer Rabbanan." Kula Bas Kroy Seiru. The entire pasuk Ubas is an extra pasuk. I think Mark continues on a, a while, but I guess we'll stop here and let you continue tomorrow. Okay, hopefully.